0: Well, hello, everybody. I hoped you liked that little uh, <laughs> I hoped you liked that little uh, holiday music to start off our episode. I haven't been on uh, for a few days because uh, it's been my birthday week. I celebrate birthday week. I was uh, 68 years old on December 7th, and had quite a number of things to do, and haven't had a chance to record any podcasts. And uh, I have a big one coming up tomorrow with Dave Nassani caretaker Dave and that should be interesting so keep an eye out for that one but this is Stan Wanglin again from talking about mind body and spirit and happy holidays so what's the topic for today Uh, I try to do some things that are uplifting uh, and helpful for every time of the year and uh, boy I think today's topic uh, which I'll do the short version of it because we're going to get into this more for for 2019 maybe for some goal setting is about codependency and the holiday <whistles> wow that's a that's that's a biggie uh you know it, it, at least it has been for me in my life and just about everybody else that i know there's in in every family there's a whole host of codependence. uh and uh you know codependence it's a you know that's not an overused term but you know what are we talking about when we're when we're talking about you know codependent people? Uh, you know codependent people don't know where to separate themselves from other people, uh, and they become enmeshed in other people and controlling situations and and other people's lives and other people's decisions and caretaking, and uh, a whole bunch of other things, people pleasing and are basically uh, many times wind up being very miserable, have low self-worth, uh, chronic stress, uh, you know, financial problems, sexual problems, family problems, work problems. And just when you're a codependent, um, you can have everything going right in, in, in many areas, but when you get a couple of these areas that are going uh, south and giving you a hard time as a codependent, life is miserable. You're not consumed with your own life, you're consumed with your own life as it, it has to do with you know controlling another person's or helping another person or taking responsibility for another person. And uh, I'd like you to think about that. Thinking, you know, for the holiday season, um, so many people I've met say, oh, I'm so nervous and tense about the holidays, I have to do this and that and everything else. And, uh, you know, part of that's normal and the other part of it is like, why are you and I or other people, why are we taking responsibility for, for other people having a good time for the holidays? I mean, it's nice to be a good guy or a good person, uh, you know, a good friend and, and try and, and, and help everybody along in the holiday season and do the right thing. Uh, I just did a whole thing on uh, the Lessons Learned from a Christmas Carol, you know, to be a wonderful person. But other people are responsible for their own behavior. And we're not. Uh, You know, we have obligations to family members and friends, of course, and to to other human beings. But where's the line? And that's a big important thing uh, with codependence. It's about boundaries. And I've done a whole uh, podcast on boundaries, and I'm I'm sure I'll do several more. But think of uh, family members and friends that you have during the holiday, and maybe you're in a caretaking role. And by caretaking role, it doesn't have to mean that somebody's senile or has dementia, or is physically uh, you know, sick and hospitalized and you're taking care of them. Uh, it can be other types of caretaking, emotional caretaking, psychological caretaking, uh, drugs, alcohol, financial caretaking. Codependence with caretakers, you know, may, they may, they may think and feel responsible for other people's feelings, their actions, their choices, their wants, their needs, their well-being, their lack of well-being, even their destiny. And the holiday time, think of that. You know, you'll put all this effort into things and whenever this one to be happy, and where is this one sitting, and how much is this one getting, and whatever. And, you know, you're taking responsibility for all those things, and it goes well beyond the norm. Codependents feel a lot of anxiety and pity and guilt. Think of that guilt when other people have a problem. And they feel compelled and almost forced. To help that person solve the problem, they have, they give a lot of unwanted advice. They give rapid fire a series of suggestions, um, you know, or things to to help fix a person's feelings, with things. Gee, that sounds like just what I'm doing right now. <laughs> uh, since I'm a big codependent, uh, you know, uh, at least in many stages of my life, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I try and <laughs> be careful for that on these podcasts. Maybe that's what I'm doing, a podcast of codependency. But anyway, so you don't wind up like me, uh, think about this. The, one of the things with codependence, and see if this is happening to you for the holidays, and you know, this can help you out so that you can have a nicer holiday. You feel angry when your help isn't effective. You know? You, you, you try and do the right thing. You say, "Hey, if you just budget your money, uh, you know everybody gets it fairly. The kids would be fine." But nobody listens, and they do what they're going to do, and then you get ticked off with it. Well, the big question is, whose problem is that—yours or the other person's? Okay. So think about that with your family and friends. This caretaking and codependent uh, kind of thing, and uh, try and figure out, you know, what kind of person you are with that. If you really are codependent. You know, are you a people pleaser and are you trying to please other people instead of yourself? You know, do you feel safest uh, in relationships when you're giving to somebody and not where you're taking? Do you find yourself attracted to needy people? And do you find needy people attracted to you and do you like that? Uh, You know, are you a drama king or queen? Do you feel bored, empty, or worthless if you don't have a crisis in your life or a problem to solve or someone to help? You know, sometimes uh, you know that's the mark of a codependent. Sometimes it's the mark of a hell of a nice person or just a decent human being who can uh, can do all that. Uh, and other times, it's you know it's where you want to get involved in controlling other people because you get something out of it, which isn't necessarily quite a healthy thing. Are you overcommitted? Do you feel harried and pressured all the time? Uh, do you think that? Do you feel like you're a martyr that people don't appreciate you? where you feel victimized, uh, you feel used, Uh, you know, all those kinds of things. Good signs that you might be a codependent person, and you might want to stop some of that for the holidays. As a matter of fact, the holidays are a good time to experiment, not have an explosion, but have an experiment, uh, maybe with your holiday gathering or gift-giving or whatever you do, and see if you can tone down the codependency a little bit and see how you feel about it. You know, lots of codependent people I find, uh, you know, may have um, they have a low sense of self worth. Sometimes they may come from uh, you know repressed or troubled families. They may come from dysfunctional families. They may deny that. They may blame themselves for problems in their family. Um, you know, they may get angry or defensive or indignant when uh, when other people blame codependents. Or, or or blame you for what you do as a codependent. Those kinds of things. Codependents, many times, who have low self-worth, they, they reject compliments or praise. Uh, they feel uh, rejection. They take things personally. They feel like victims, as I've said. And a lot of them have been the victims of sexual, physical, or emotional abuse, neglect, abandonment, or some type of alcoholism in the family. Those kinds of things. Or drug addiction. Those things. A lot. You know, codependence with low self-worth. You may be one of them. You, you may not like to ad- admit it. You may feel a lot of guilt. You may have a lot of shoulds. Uh, I should have done this. I should have done that. You may feel ashamed for who or what you are. They may. You may think your life isn't. Uh, you know, particularly worth living. Uh, you, you know, you may believe that good things will never happen to you. Those kinds of things. And uh, think of it. In the holidays, you may say, ah, all the holidays are the same. Every time I do this, everybody starts fighting. Nobody's ever satisfied. You know, you go through the whole victim thing and you keep doing The point is, why do you keep doing it? Why would you possibly keep doing that? Why don't you let everybody have some skin in the game and let everybody be responsible for their own happiness or sadness, uh, you know, during, that, during a period uh, of the holidays? You know, many people uh, who are codependent, I found, uh, get into the idea of repressing things. They push the, their thoughts and feelings out of their awareness because of they f- they have fear or guilt, or they don't want to become um, upset. Uh, they don't want to become, uh, you know, uh, anxious. They become very afraid themselves, very afraid to let themselves be who they are. Uh, you know, they appear very rigid, they appear very controlled. Many codependents, along with the repression are also very obsessive uh, and they feel very anxious about the problems of other people. They worry about very minute things, they think and talk a lot about other people, they lose sleep over problems of other people, they worry, they check on people, they try to catch people in acts of misbehavior. And they feel unable to quit talking, thinking, and worrying about other people or problems. Okay? Does it sound like you? Does it sound like you with a spouse who maybe is drinking a little bit too much or just grumpy or overweight or some problem that they have? Sound like you worrying about your kids or relationships? Well, some of that's normal within norms. And some of it's way overboard. It's way overboard. And the purpose of this podcast is for you to think about that. Do you focus all your energy on other people and their problems? Uh, Do you wonder why, you you know, they they can never get anything done and things like that, you know, because you're, you're setting the standards for them? Here's another one. Many codependents are very controlling, as you can see. They've lived through the events and with other people that were out of control. And, you know, this causes, uh, you know, this causes the codependent to be very, you know, uh, sorrowful and disappointed and actually want to control things more. They, you become very afraid to let other people be who they are and allow events to happen naturally. Uh, my good buddy, uh, John Lishock, who's a psychologist, I'd like to call out his name, who is very good. is a big proponent and always has been of a thing called natural consequences. So John, I hope you're listening to uh, this podcast. I'm, I'm giving homage to you. And that's a very smart idea, that don't be afraid to let other people be who they are and allow events to happen naturally. Allow things to have a natural consequence. Hey, if, you, if, if your kid is an adult, and they have a job, and they have a family, and they go broke through misspending and everything else like that, maybe they need to go broke. And maybe you don't need to bail them out. Uh, if somebody is using alcohol and refuses to get some help and gets a DWI and maybe has to spend 30 or 60 days in the county jail maybe that's what they need to have happen and you don't need to get the best lawyer to uh, get them off the hook. If they want to get the best lawyer that's their choice or maybe they need to go to jail before they kill somebody and spend their life in jail and ruin somebody else's family. Okay. Uh, With the controlling with codependence, they also think that they know how how best how things should turn out and how people should behave, and they get frustrated and angry when people don't do what they want them to do, as I said before, and they feel controlled by people and events. They'll say, see if this person would just stop doing this, I wouldn't have to do this. No, you can do it, it's their life. And that leads to the next one, Codependents use denial a lot. They ignore problems or pretend they aren't happening. Or they tell themselves things will be better tomorrow, when they won't be. They can stay busy so that they can distract themselves, they can get confused, Uh, they can become workaholics, they can do all kinds of other uh, behaviors that get them off the dime from dealing with things. And believe it or not, codependents have lots of dependency needs, they're codependent. So think about this if, if this is you. You don't feel happy or content or peaceful with yourself. You look for happiness outside yourself. You don't know where you end and another person begins. You may not love yourself, or you may only love yourself as long as those people who you're codependent codependent with are doing well. You may be one of those people who desperately seek love and approval. Gee, that sounds like me. You may often seek love from people incapable of giving loving. And you may be the type of person where you think love is only uh, equated with pain or it's only sacrifice. It's never anything pleasurable for you. you know. And there's a million things in this area. Uh, you may worry that people will leave you. You may feel trapped in relationships. Uh, you may feel trapped with your kids, trapped with your spouse, trapped with your job. But you don't want to let people down. You don't want to be authentic. You don't want to be yourself. You don't know where you are stop, and other people begin, you know? Communication skills for codependents, you know? Are they good? No, not really. Frequently, uh, codependents blame people. They threaten people. They coerce people. They beg people. They bribe people. They advise people. They don't say what they mean. They try to be clever or coy. They don't know what they mean sometimes, and they don't take themselves seriously. They think other people don't take them seriously and they may take themselves too seriously. Codependent people may find it difficult to get to the point because they may not be sure what the point is. Okay. Codependent people may apologize for bothering people. They may have a very difficult time asserting their rights and they may lie to protect themselves. So think of those things. Think of those things if they apply to you. Are you lying to protect yourself? Are you a people pleaser? Are you a, you know, are you constantly trying to coerce people, beg people, bribe people? The things that we went over. Okay. Here's a couple of other ones. Codependent people have weak boundaries. As we said, they let other people hurt them. They keep letting people hurt them. They complain, they blame, they try to control other people and uh, many times uh, they get exhausted from having weak boundaries and become totally intolerant. Codependents also show a lack of trust. They don't trust themselves sometimes. They don't trust their feelings, they don't trust their decisions, and most assuredly they don't trust other people. Some codependents, most codependents, lose faith and trust in God or spirituality. They think they're abandoned and those kinds of things. And where does that lead to? It leads to a lot of anger Leads to a lot of anger, of feeling very scared, of feeling very hurt, of being afraid, of being frightened, of feeling controlled by things, of repressing things, uh, getting depressed, overeating, getting sick, being hostile, having temper outbursts, those kinds of things. What can it result in? Well, it can result in all kinds of things. Uh, It can result in all kinds of sexual problems. It can uh, uh, develop into problems at work. It can develop into health problems, to be sure. Uh, It does get progressive, and people can feel lethargic. They can feel depressed. They can become withdrawn and isolated. Uh, They can become hopeless or abusive. They can even think about becoming violent or suicidal. You know, those kinds of things. So being... uh, being a codependent uh, definitely is no fun, to be sure. It's absolutely no fun. And it comes with many, 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 many drawbacks, as you can see. So, you know, you need to, you need to take a peek at uh, some of those things for yourself. What areas do you think might apply to, to many people or, or to you? Do you think that the thing that, that happens with you during the holidays the most is feeling lethargic or feeling depressed or getting angry or lacking trust with people? I bet most of you feel, uh, like other people in general, that you have weak ba- boundaries with families and friends, that, you know, sometimes you just don't know where you end and they begin. I keep stress that point. And do you really display good communication? with people or is it all kind of half-stepping around things you know there's a wonderful book and most of the information uh, that I've been throwing out here today comes from uh, her work and it's called uh, Codependent No More from Melody Beattie and uh, she's just a marvelous author on codependency and has, has been through it all and if you want to like I said get the, the definitive source on being a codependent I think Codependent No More is, is probably the best book that you can get it's, it's just got everything on it uh, in it and, uh, you know, she has some really good points uh, that I want to share with you today in, in closing, uh, you know, for a few minutes uh, for the holidays. I don't want to beat you over the head with uh, codependency in the holidays, but it, this is a, a good podcast, I think, to take a listen to and do some further research. If you're feeling anxious and can't sleep, or having problems eating, or sexual problems, or just dreading the holidays, uh, it may tie into this. Uh, you know, Melody Beattie says codependents uh, have boundary problems as I've been saying and she says most of us don't have boundaries. Boundaries are limits that say this is how far I shall go this is how far this is what I will or won't do for you this is what I won't tolerate from you and you know it's a really important thing and you and you can change dramatically by by looking at boundaries to start with boundaries and codependence need boundaries you need to do it like an, you're an alcoholic you need to set limits on what you shall and shall not do for other people and you need to set limits on what you will allow other people to do for you and to you and you have to realize and I have to realize uh, you don't want to be inflect inflexible with boundaries because they change they may change depending upon your health depending finances depending upon relationships A whole bunch bunch of things but she lists some some excellent boundaries that I just wanted to to go over a few of them and then end the podcast and uh, hopefully you'll this is a good one to listen to a few times the first thing is I will not allow anyone to physically or verbally abuse me Wow what could be more important than that for the holidays. How many times do, do things jump off with people? Uh, yeah, they may get into fift, fisticuffs or whatever, but that's pretty extreme. But the verbal abuse, boy, that happens all the time. All the time. So it's, you know, you can even make this list and say for the new year, everybody, here it is. It's in writing. I'm a new person. I got to work on this. Just like if I had diabetes and had to change my diet. So you won't allow anybody to physically or verbally abuse you. Here's another one. I will not knowingly believe or support lies. Wouldn't it be nice if our if our uh, politicians and government did that? My goodness, look at all the stuff with fake news every day uh, and all that kind of stuff. I have to throw that in there. It's the sickest, most codependent relationship you've ever seen between uh, people and the president or other people and, you know, feeling angry and upset. Why wouldn't they? Because they're they're trying they're supporting lies or trying to believe lies so you don't do that you're saying I will not knowingly believe or support lies so when people are bullshitting you that's the clinical term you're letting them know out front no don't tell me you're not drinking I'm not interested in that I can smell it on your breath I don't need to discuss it with you that's your problem here's a couple that are really important and I don't think that people get this enough I will not allow chemical abuse in my home and that includes alcohol of course or prescription drugs or recreational drugs that are dangerous or or things like that that are against the law or whatever you determine that boundary is for you Uh, to be quite frankly if it's your home and you pay the bills your castle man you rule it's a good one to set down for teenagers or spouses or other people coming to visit your home and bringing that stuff into your house if that's not what you want. I will not allow criminal behavior in my home. Same rationale. You're letting people know you, you you're taking that stuff, get out of here, or I'm calling the cops. Please leave. No criminal behavior, thank you. Take that to take that to Leavenworth Prison or some other place. Here's another one. I will not rescue people from consequences of their alcohol abuse or other irresponsible behavior. Boom, you got a DWI? Sorry, don't call me up. I'm not bailing you out. I will not finance a person's alcoholism or other irresponsible behavior. Oh, you overspent to the tune of five or $10,000 for the holidays or whatever it is, and I'm on a limited income, or I have a million dollars, whatever it is. Now I'm supposed to bail you out. No, thank you. I will not lie to protect you or me from your alcoholism. There's a good one, and it can be from your drug abuse or from your chemical abuse or your criminal behavior or some other negative uh, trait that you have a boundary with that separates you from other people and you don't want in your home. I will not use my home as a detoxification center for recovering alcoholics. Whoa, man, there's a major one. So when somebody has a drug or alcohol problem and gets thrown out of their own house, can they come and stay with you because you're their brother, sister, uh, ex-spouse, best buddy, whatever it is? No. No. You need to get into a treatment center. You need to go to the hospital. You need to be in your own home until you get hooked up in a rehab center. Or you need to get some other kind of professional help. All right if you want to act crazy here's for the emotional disturbance or drama kings drama queens whatever if you want to act crazy that's your business but you can't do it in front of me either you leave or i'll walk away and that's a really important one so yeah somebody's acting crazy at christmas dinner or hanukkah or whatever the holiday is and they really are have gone over your boundaries that's a time to say thank you very much i it's time to leave now. We'll see you next year. We'll see you next week. Things have just gotten a little out of hand now. Let's, let's go. Okay? Or if you're in somebody else's home, then you say, hey, thanks for the invitation, whatever it was, or thanks, you know, boom. It's time to leave. You're not going to participate. Okay? Very, very good point. You can. Here's the last one, for uh, on this podcast. You can spoil your fun, your day, your life, and that's your business. But I won't let you spoil my fun, my my day, or my life. And I think that sums up all the different things about codependency, kind of in a nutshell. That you're not controlling anybody. You're not. uh, You know. You're not looking to uh, Not set limits You're not looking to blame anybody You're not threatening anybody You're not begging anybody You're just setting You know Perfectly normal uh, limits for people You know So those are good things So take a listen to this show Uh, Just like uh, the wonderful things about A Christmas Carol That we can learn We can learn from other people Who've uh, you know Led really uh, damage lives and through rebuilding their lives have come up with great wisdom and people like Melody Beattie uh, and many other people in 12-step programs or people in their own individual stories have wonderful advice for us. So if you're dreading the holidays because some of the things that uh, I've mentioned here today or some of the normal human weaknesses that we develop such as codependency, they're not insurmountable. Uh, they're like anything else. It's just like having diabetes or an allergy or if you, uh, you know, are like me, have a stent put in and you have to be on a heart-healthy diet. This is no different. It's just a, it's just um, analyzing what the results are, you know, taking a look at who and what you are and what you're committed to do. And with that, I think I'm going to play that wonderful Christmas music one more time. So let's take a listen to it. Bye. Oh, I love that it's so haunting anyway I hope you enjoyed the podcast this is Stan Wangland from talking about mind body and spirit saying so long for now I'll have some other podcasts out real soon and if you'd like to be a guest on the show or you have a question hit the message button or you can email me at swangland at gmail.com. several people have and I appreciate that very much you can also see my twitter uh at swangland stanley wangland I'm on facebook at stanley wangland um, and I'll be having a website developed shortly to, to do some visual things as well. So I think I'll have probably a couple of podcasts before the, uh, before the uh, end of the year and the holidays. But until that time, be well, and I'll catch you later. Bye-bye.